Alright, you guys ready? Uh, yep. Ready as I'll ever be. Roll the intro. Yeah, I'm ready. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of uh, Bitcade. My name is Ryan A.E. Moore. Joining me, like always, is Ashton. And also from la actually the last episode, uh, Tyler is here again. How are you doing, man? Good. <laughs> Glad you're Oh shit! I was what the fuck? I was muted. See, this is this is why I don't play any games because I get totally distracted. No, <laughs> no, I was no, I was just muted. No, I wasn't even I wasn't even saying anything on stream. I wasn't talking to anybody. I told them what I was doing. I was getting ready for the intro and everything. I'm like, all right, I got the key bind set, so I need to mute myself on Discord. I'm fine. Yeah, my dumbass forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> and, my God. <laughs> anyway, um, again, like always, Tyler's links are in the description below. So go check him out on all this stuff. Throughout yeah. the, if you want, yeah, I mean, he's okay. Yeah, you know, Fuck show, you, show the, bitch. Show the PT love there. You're one of the same. I've done things for you. You have yet to do anything for me, but <laughs> verbally abuse me all the time. What Ver have you done for me? <laughs> I love you, but the love <laughs> is going you, away. And my love for you will never fade. I, mm, we'll, we'll talk about that. Unlike the color of my jeans. Oh. all right <laughs> ladies and gentlemen uh the topics we we're talking about this week are or not this week this month or this series this episode is uh the xbox conference did happen we talked about playstation so let's talk about xboxes um we also are going to talk about game of the decade of 2017 and poking out the uh representative that will be coming out of 2017 and then we are also going to be talking about is the price of next gen gaming is it is it going to be too much they're hitting that $70 price tag and we'll be going into discussion about that all right kicking things off we're going right into it 2 minutes in we're kicking off the first one xbox's july update is what they called it or conference or sort of uh, thing yeah, i don't know yeah. yeah, um uh, whatever yeah it was their little presentation they did uh here in uh july of 2020 they talked about some games that were coming to uh, the Xbox Series X, and there was uh, there was some standout contestants there. You know, they 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 brought some pretty big hitters. Um, I thought it was a well-rounded conference. Let, let's start, let's start there. How do you guys feel about the the update in general? Did you feel like was, on a scale of one is. to ten, or let's go with a grade? Mm. If you if you were to grade it, letter scale. Ashton, where are you going I'd, with? I give it a B. A B. Uh, Solid there wasn't B. enough gameplay for me. Okay. Because okay. more trailers than anything. But you thought enough game announcements to get it a good solid grade. A oh, passable yeah, grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. There's okay. a lot of good stuff in there. Okay. Tyler? Um, you know, letter grades for the conference? Or yeah. Whatever the fuck we're calling it. I, I'll go with B. A solid you know? B again. Okay. Yeah, it's uh the games are good, even though, like, you know, it's a lot about gaming nowadays. Is like even though I, I don't play all those games, I understand that they could be very well good. And I'll, I'm definitely down to watch the ones that were shown. Mm -hmm. Man, I play them, but I'll watch. So what? <laughs> What's good with you? A lot. I know. 
Um, I for for my letter grade, I would probably give it. Um, I mean, you guys were you guys were off the cuff. Bam, boom, bam, Shazam! You 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 threw it out there. I think Shazam's I would. Great movie. It, that is true. I think I'm gonna give it a B minus. Um, just because of the lack of like Ashton was saying gameplay. Uh, I felt like there were some games there that should have gotten some gameplay. For example, we're yeah. not gonna talk too much about it, but like Forza Motorsport felt like that was interesting just to say. But I guess they kind of had to say that it was coming, but it's not coming anytime soon. Um, so that was interesting. There was just some games that I felt like, oh, that, that should be coming soon. Like Hellblade doesn't have a release date. They, even though that that was like one of the first games they showed and it, it's just, it's just interesting. So I'll give it a B minus, um, because I would have rather had some dates. They yeah. didn't show any dates on anything, just constant holiday, which I think is mainly because they don't want to reveal the day of those games because we also didn't get to see the day of the console release or the price. So that yeah. was, a, that was, those were two big things they did. It's rumored, rumored disclaimer, uh, that they're going to be announcing that stuff next month or okay. technically this month. If you're watching this in August. So yeah, I guess that, that episode would come out. Uh, so, um, the first thing that we're going to talk about is halo infinite Ashton. You did a video about this. Um, can you give us a brief synopsis of your, five minute or some odd video that you, you had posted um, just a little bit earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically um, people are pretty much torn on the art style. Some people really like it. A lot of people don't like it. Me, it's a little on the cartoony side for me. There were some problems with it because it's an old build, roughly anywhere from like um, two to six months uh, old. So, you know, there's some textual problems. So there's lots of memes came out of that. Um, it's open world. Um, armor abilities are back. Sprinting stays. Advanced movement basically stays, uh, except for thrusting so far. So um, that's pretty much that's pretty much what what's going on. Um, nothing on multiplayer yet, just on campaign. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, what, what, audio what... sounds great. Yeah. Um. You know what? Let's stick with the theme here. What 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 grade would you give it? The Halo reveal, or the Halo campaign, reveal? I guess. Um. Hmm? I'm gonna have to say, uh, C plus. And, C plus, and the reason, okay. nah, I, fuck that. This shit gets a C because okay. they still showed passes off, though, but still passes barely. because it's. I'm still excited for it. Uh. It it had. It was too old of a build. Too old of a build. Why the fuck would you show that off? Why yeah. would you even do that? That was dumb. Um, I don't like the art style. That also brought it down a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I'm. It looked like it was going to be fresh. So I'm. I'm down for fresh Halo. I don't need OG Halo. I have Master Chief Collection. Whoever's asking for that can shut up. They have Master Chief Collection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's I. It. I, I think um, from my takeaway of the of watching it, I I did think it was really cool. Um, I did not watch it with you guys. I watched it uh, by myself. While I was working yeah. at that time, so I was kind of watching it back and forth of working and then looking at the iPad and watching the the stream. But um, yeah, I I do like how there's this open worldness to it. I don't know how extensive they're going to get to that. Um, it, I mean, that's definitely a first for Halo. They've kind of teased it or tested it a little bit from combat evolved and then they've kind of sprinkled it here and there. Um, 
but it never they, it never got to extent of open worldness. It, yeah, there's just it was like hey, here's like a rectangle instead of just a hallway. So I mean, you know, who knows? Um, I did think the grapple hook thing was badass. That was the coolest thing yeah. I saw from that. Uh, the fucking fusion coil. Yeah, yeah, I hope I hope that that's not just a an add on, but I it, by the sounds of I think what you've been looking at, it, it is an add on kind of thing yeah. where you just you get an ability like that. Um, who knows if you, maybe that's in multiplayer, you get, you can choose to have the grapple hook and maybe in the campaign, you just have it. I don't know. Um, yeah. Who knows if they'll have like loadouts or something, or if it's going to be a pickup on the map. Mm -hmm. It does look like driving handling does look really nice. Um, oh, yeah. so super smooth. It, I think there's going to be a lot more races that are going to happen, uh, happen in, in there. I did notice in, uh, the, the gameplay, tra uh, when they were showing it, that the elites were doing these like barrel rolls, like these combat rolls, and I'm like, I've yeah. never seen them do that before. So no, that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, they did that. It's in. It's actually in the video that. Oh no, uh, I, mean, I remember did. doing it like in like in Halo's history. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that was. I just thought it was real. You remember that it happened, or you don't? Remember? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. In okay. Halo's history, it does. like if you throw if you throw a grenade at them, they'll do it. You didn't get, if they're getting shot sometimes, they'll just like. Okay, maybe uh, I just uh, haven't ever noticed it before, but it definitely looked really nice and like their movements of of how the elites were moving around or a little more agile uh you, mm -hmm. you are fighting the elites again so that's kind of interesting um the elites and the brutes yeah. yeah um so one thing i did notice uh all we saw was covenant there was never there's no flood that we saw obviously it's, no it's the beginning of the either. game there's no uh yeah prometheans there's very interesting that they're showing the covenant again which obviously is the staple of the enemy of who we're fighting, but the flood is also a giant portion of Halo. So I don't know why they didn't touch that. Uh, it seems like we're also getting this boss guy that's going to be running the this is are going to be our villain um, of the whole entire game. But it seems more story driven than I think any Halo is ever going to go like has ever gone before. And so I'm really excited about that. And I don't know what that yeah. means, but. I'm really excited about that. So for me, my grade, I would give it a B. I also thought it looked muddy in some spots. Obviously, the screenshots when they're clipped, it yeah, little leaves to be more desired. Pop kind of thing. in issues and mm -hmm. you know stuff like that. It's mainly like rendering problems, which. But I mean, I thought the gameplay fixed. looked smooth. Uh, aside from that, you know, textures are textures, I guess. I've played. I don't mind going back and playing older looking games, so I don't really care. Um, but I do know that that is a big selling point for some people. My dad, he is very much one of them. He thinks uh, Minecraft looks like shit, and he refuses to play it. So <laughs> because of that reason, he well, says it's unacceptable. It when it has that ray tracing on it. it. He says it's unacceptable that they look pixelated in this in this that's modern the, technology. Art style. And I, I, that's why it doesn't matter. It does not matter. He doesn't care. That's how my dad He's, is too. He says it's unacceptable. So um, that could be just because of that generation too. So, but yeah. Um, Tyler, um, what did you what do you got? Give it Halo. A C. A C. Yeah. Okay. Um like some some of the things that I think about Halo right now, like it's along the same lines of like Ashton, uh like why would you show a six month old bill within you know very true. they're probably like let's let's appease the fans. Mm. Are the fans like truly happy with what they've seen? Honestly, in ways like I don't understand how anybody could be excited for a game like this. Sure. More so because I feel like when you see like and me and Ashley went over this, like the way he looks, the fact, uh, some of the Chief some himself. of the weapons. Chief, Chief himself with weapons too, because mm. the Halo Two Battle Rifle is back, right? The AR is reminiscent. The of, AR is Reach. It's yeah, a AR is reach, copy. reach. 
uh, the energy sword is reminiscent of like before Halo Four energy sword like where it had like the hilt of the energy sword is actually rounded halo 4 had like more like hexagonal like at the base of it and basically i'm bringing up all these things to show off the point that i didn't like that i got the feeling that they were they're trying to go back they're trying to recapture old fans but they feel like you can't really do right you shouldn't let old fans hold you back from progressing your game so are, like are you saying it, that you feel like 343 is putting themselves in a corner of trying to backtrack of what they've done with four and yes. five okay mm-hmm. okay I yeah. feel like they're trying to bring back old fans because they know fans are very important in a game like this. So if you bring back old fans, you're like, you're better off, right? Your old fans are never really going to leave if you can make them happy. But then again, it's much like what Call of Duty had to do when like Black Ops 3 came out and Advanced Warfare came out. You have to move forward at some point, right? In terms of like movement and integrating new like game mechanics, Halo 5 was like peak for Halo, that is, right? Or let's look back at like, you know, Halo Reach. And you get to five. Uh, well, four and five of uh, those is like sprinting is not an armor ability. I can just do this now, right? Which, yeah. by the way, a lot of old Halo fans don't want sprinting in the game. I don't understand why. You, I no, I don't. I want can't. To I can't stand it with it. Doesn't have the sprinting thing. And when what yeah. was it? Reach where they gave it like the it ability. It was an yeah. ability. I hated that. Did not like. Yeah. That at all. You can't sprint indefinitely. Well, mm-hmm. still in the game, you can't sprint indefinitely, but it feels more like impactful that you can do it as you please and not, oh, I got to wait for, yeah. for this it, to charge up. I, I think that's but, definitely more of where, like, Halo adapted to being a modern shooter. Because at the time, obviously, Call of Duty, during that time of choice of making it so you can run in, in a video game, that is a, that, that became a staple in FPS games. And that was because probably Call of Duty, yeah. if we really think about it. So when yeah. you, as a game... And this is where people don't understand of where it's like you have to adapt in order to bring your franchise forward. That's why Final Fantasy has fucking done it with 7. That's why Resident Evil did it with Remake in 2 and 3. They, You have to remake your game in order for modern day audiences to play You wouldn't even say Final Fantasy it. did it with 7. You would say Final Fantasy. I've, well, I didn't, the only Final Fantasy I know that I've played that I reinvented and made me actually interested in Final Fantasy was 15. Like we talked yeah. about. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Movie. I guess if... Because if, that's like, that's freeform mm-hmm. combat. Like, I, I guess I was more of talking about like with i guess updates but yeah that would be more of a drastic linear thing of halo comparison because as your game progresses on and especially with final fantasy like you were mentioning 15 games in you have to adapt they're not gonna let you play i mean chrono trigger's done it but i mean their audience is very much dwindled in over around the world but it's very popular still but like Nonetheless, Final Fantasy does not play like Final Fantasy. Like Final Fantasy 15 is a completely different type of game when you look back at the old it looks different. It obviously looks different. It plays different. Yeah. You're not mm-hmm. you don't have some flat map and you're moving across it. It doesn't play because most audiences don't want to play that. So where is you go back to Halo um, to tie it back, it's like yeah, you have to adapt in order to bring your game forward and and that running ability just has to be there. But yeah, yeah no, I just and then like, I, I it makes me like so like sad to see how Halo's gonna be like again on topic of like being stuck in your old ways. Like when you when I was on Twitter like days after this reveal and people were like, oh my god, it reminds me of Halo One. I don't like that. It should have reminded you of Halo One. We want new, mm-hmm. right? You got same old chief, but I want new game, yeah. new mechanics, new things to do. I feel like them. It's like it's a real slap in the face. Someone who really enjoyed Five and you're like, you know what? We're gonna. It's like, it's like taking a child's candy away, but giving them vegetables. It's like, hey, we're gonna take your thrusts away, but here we're gonna give you a grab look. That's not a replacement. Hmm. 
Yeah, that doesn't do it. I don't know. It it definitely is a yeah, like you're saying. It's it's kind of like a love and take sort of situation because you don't know what. I mean, we don't really know what this is, and as much as we want to see Halo succeed, because obviously it's the main flagship game. When you think Xbox, you always think Halo. No matter if you love it or you hate it, that game has to do well in order for the console to be the the best you know the best selling console for next generation. So it it just it just has to be good. It's not Gears of War where you can be like, oh yeah, you know, Gears of War is an Xbox game. That's a different thing. It, it's Halo when you that is the mascot of, of Xbox. So it's like, um, yeah. But and, and I think that that's kind of the situation where Microsoft is putting themselves in right now. And I think they're really trying to dig dig out of is they don't have those big IPs to be like throwing out there. I, I mean, the you know this. I mean, PlayStation doesn't have very many years ahead of them, but they have enough to put themselves into throwing in classic games and things like that of where they can go mm-hmm. back to. And then they have modern IPs that have caught on, but they don't catch on right away. They just had time to fail and then eventually get a cult following and then continue on. Uncharted was a great game, but no one fucking bought that game when it came out. You had to hear about, oh yeah, there's this cool action adventure game and you just eventually bought Uncharted. And then they there's there's five of them now. And so, or six there's a Vita one. Yeah, there's like a whole bunch of them. Yeah, I think there's, wow. yeah, I think there's six Uncharted games with Vita and then the standalone thing. Uh, okay. But um, but anyway, yeah, it it turned into its own franchise. God of War was a hack and slash game that no one gave a fuck about, and then they made four of them and or five of them now. So I mean, it, you know, they've they've had time to develop these failures and then keep going. But Xbox doesn't really have that other than like Forza halo and gears <laughs> so it's like you know you can't put a car as your mascot and marcus is no longer the main selling point of gears of war so now you have chief and he's been around for decades uh, almost a deck two decades so yeah yeah it definitely is something that needs to succeed but okay so yeah. covering that moving on to the next one ashton you gave it a c minus for the halo reveal c Just a oh c. solid c okay and then, Tyler, you gave it a C minus, right? Or you gave it a solid C? No, you know we're gonna we're gonna kick that down to a C minus. Okay, yeah. C minus. And then mm-hmm. I'm uh gonna give it. I can't even remember what I said. <laughs> I think I said a B. B. Yeah. Um, yeah. leave more to be desired. But I I I feel like I'm not as taken back by. It. I'm not the diehard Halo fan I once was, but I'm still excited to see Halo. Um. All right, next one. We are going to talk about State of Decay 3. This was kind of a cool uh, little announcement. A little different art style if this is what the game's going to look like. (laughs) It's looking more gritty this time. It looks better. Tyler, why don't you uh, start us off there? Uh, How did you feel? What's the letter grade you're going to give this one? Fucking... Can we... Uh, can we get uh, like an eye for intriguing? No, I'll give it a B because <laughs> a B. it uh, yeah. c- compared to only reason I'm giving it a B is because no gameplay, first mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of like hinders like any excitement I could have for it. Um, on top of that, it, it intrigues me. Like I said, it's uh, the art style looks different. The whole like the like I'm pretty sure like in the past when they showed trailers, it wasn't as like gritty. It wasn't as like this one kind of looks dark. They're going for like a whole nother kind of feel for it, which I'm definitely for. I feel like the past state of the case 
even though they were fun to me they were a little too cartoony mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of the art style now, this is play dead labs is that them is this uh, i believe uh, so okay might be uh but yeah i feel like it's a little too cartoony in the past but this one's looking like it's, it's maybe really good so i'm like waiting for this one do we know when it's gonna come out uh, I don't think it had a release date. I don't think any of these games had release dates to them. Unfortunate. Uh, so B from you. All right. So um, Ashton, what's your grade? Same. Okay. Uh, basically for the same reasons. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, we didn't get any gameplay. I'm B because it looks good. It looks like it's going somewhere. But uh, you never know with these reveals where they just do a teaser trailer like what we got. Um, if that's... Um, real time or if that's pre-rendered and a cutscene um you don't know if that's like in engine footage you know like that's how the game's actually gonna look so i'm skeptical because it's a big jump um especially undead labs sorry just correct undead labs yeah um it's a smaller studio so it's it's i'm a little Mm -hmm. skeptical first party now though their first party yeah yeah um I don't know. I, I'm I am excited because I did like the second one a lot. So I uh, I am excited. I'll give it a B. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a a, a solid B as well. Um, I'm thinking that this is definitely what Undead is probably wanted to make for a really long time. It seems like I mean I haven't heard very many interviews about it, but it seems like the studios that I do hear that are being picked up from the Microsoft studios uh, brand is they're loving it. I mean, especially obsidian, which we'll get to their game in a second. Um, and it, it, this, this to me looks like what would have happened if they had got tossed a couple bucks to like make their game better. And I yeah. think that we're seeing exactly that. And I think we're going to see um, what, what's going to happen with all these studios that, that have gotten, the extra kickback from, from Microsoft um, in, in to get that time and that money that they don't, that they don't have to worry about anymore. They don't have to go like, Oh shit, we need to sell a hundred million units to fucking make ends meet. But now it's like, no, you, you just get paid. You, you're getting a normal paycheck. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, whatever the contract deal is, but now you work for Microsoft. So you don't have to worry yeah. about that anymore. So now you can just focus on making the game good. Um, which I'm very excited about. And the first, I never played the first State of Decay. The second State of Decay I did play. Um, but, it, yeah, it, it just didn't really catch me. Like, I played maybe a couple hours of it. And I like the concept of it, especially where, like, people can die or, like, it's randomly generated of whoever you, you find and meet. Uh, mm-hmm. And then that kind of progresses your story. There's, like, New Game Plus and things like that. So if this is the art style to it, and if it's going to look like this and give this different tone of what State of Decay has been, uh, very excited about it. So I'm going to give it a B for excitement and um, and seeing that based on this trailer, hopefully this is what the game looks like, uh, that that gets a solid B. So there you go. Anything else for State of Decay 3? Nope. All right. Moving on to uh, the next one. Uh, Ashton, I'll let you take rain on this one because i always can never say the name of it obsidian has a new game that they're working on what the heck is happening over there at obsidian uh well they've always wanted to make a 
you know, they, they had their hand at, you know, Fallout New Vegas, and they always wanted to make games like that. They only got to make really just the one. And they did, they also did the Outer Worlds, correct? The, yeah, they did Outer Worlds, and I believe they did, they did Outer Worlds. They might have. I'll look that up right now. But yes. Go ahead. Um, but essentially, they always wanted to make a game like Skyrim. Um, now, Microsoft is giving them money. Like, yeah, go make whatever the fuck you want. You guys are amazing. Hence why we're getting their new title, uh, the new IP called Avowed, which is a kind of like Skyrim, uh, Elder Scrolls. It's a fantasy kind of medieval RPG. Um, looks like first person. You got magic. You got uh, weaponry. Lots of different monsters to kill. Uh, the graphics looked great. Um, I think we got some, a little bit of gameplay in the trailer. So just a tad. Nothing um, too crazy. But overall, I mean, I'm anything Obsidian makes, I'm totally down to play. Like, every title that I've played of theirs, I have thoroughly enjoyed. So that shit. Ooh. I mean, that, that's going to be, that's gonna be a, an A- minus for me. A minus for me, just because um, we didn't get any time when that's going to be coming, and we also didn't get like a whole lot of gameplay. Uh, they didn't. They also didn't really explain a whole lot about it. They just kind of said, "Hey, look, look at what we're doing right now. You want to know what it is? Ha ha ha! Too bad, bitch. You gotta wait." So, by the way, um, on us. as a side note, I implore that people go up and look for look at this Wikipedia page of obsidian games because it's very well organized and very well done um but the game that they made first was star wars knights of the old republic the sith lords star wars knights of the old republic 2 the sith lords and i guess uh there's a brief thing here um where was it here i'm trying to find a little excerpt here um but like, they wanted to make a different game, but then they were told to, like, hey, why don't you just make the sequel to Knights of the Old Republic? And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, they also made uh, Neverwinter Nights 2, Alpha Protocol, Fallout New Vegas, Dungeon Siege 3. So there is some fantasy stuff that they have worked on. South Park, The Stick of Truth, um, Pillars of Eternity, Skyforge, Pathfinder Adventures, Tyranny, Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, The Outer Worlds grounded and then what has just been announced um wow there's there's actually they were gonna make an aliens game there's some uh there's some canceled games that they've done um but yeah i guess going into what i think about it i i totally think that it's it's pretty cool that like they're very excited to make this game and like going back to the state of undead labs is sort of thing where I'm I'm happy to see developers happy. And if Xbox mm -hmm. is helping these developers get to where they need to be and I think this is this game has clearly been in development or in the works since they were brought on to being a part of uh Microsoft Studios, which I think they even touched on in the little video thing of presenting the the little obsidian bit that they they threw into the the update of the Xbox update. But um but yeah, I think I think it's very cool to see some developers excited to make a game. I'm gonna give it um, a B plus. It is a fantasy game, so I'm not gonna give it an A because uh, you know I'm a little skeptical about that. But I love Obsidian, and if Outer Worlds was as good as it was, and they made that game on their own, I cannot wait to see what is gonna come out of this. So B plus. 
Tyler, what um, do you think? B minus for sure. Okay. Because it, um. Meets your opinion. Thing is, no, no, it's just well, as everybody else explained. I'm gonna say yeah. my part. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. Uh, no gameplay. I think the part that like Ash was talking about, I think that could have just been like rendered in, like something that like, just set in, like it, more like a cinematic. Mm-hmm. Like it could just be like, oh, we just have this little piece because just to show off like how the game could look. The mm-hmm. game's nothing look like more that, different that, than what we saw with State of Decay three. Yeah, if the years. game's gonna look yeah. like that, that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah. Right. Um. Also, it's like Obsidian did. Um, what's the game that is it? Outer Outer World? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's streaming right now, oh. so he's he's kind of side barring it just for people at home. <laughs> yes, Outer no, World was like no, I no, I actually could no, I'm not, I got put the control down. I'm oh, okay, okay, I couldn't yeah. actually think of the name. I'm a yeah. fucking dumbass. Um, Outer Worlds. The thing about Obsidian is that no matter I feel like how much they try, even though like they work with like, some of the Fallout games, mm-hmm. I would like to see them make something that like sets themselves like truly away from like Bethesda. If you look at like again how they worked with Fallout. Out of out of worlds, I would like it. I would have liked it to look completely different from Fallout, but it didn't. So my fear about this is, will this be too like Skyrim? Mm-hmm. Will like Skyrim plus? Mm-hmm. That's my only fear. That's what I would like to see something completely different, right? No, none of the whole. What is it going like, to take for that? Do you have any recommend? You know, hopes and dreams that to to set it apart a, from a little the, different the Elder Scrolls art style for sure. Okay, because art style of like say Outer Worlds and like Fallout Fallout Four. Fall 76, it's about the same. So it's like a little different art style. Um, take us away from like, what would you call them? Vikings looking like in sure. Skyrim? Yeah, like Nord. Yeah, take us a little bit from that. Like, say if it was like more like knights, hmm. that would be kind of fire. Okay. Like, more know, of an like English Tempest sort of feel yeah. to it, not not like Norse sort of. Feel yeah, to it. so. Okay. More like along the lines of that, I feel like they can set themselves aside from what Skyrim was, and they'd be greater like on their own. Because I actually feel like I'm not the only one that feels like when you think of Obsidian, you're just automatically drawn to Fallout, which is not a, a it's not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing. Yeah, right. It's either it's Knights like of the just, Old Republic or Fallout is kind of where you yeah, kind of throw yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And up until you just brought that up, I didn't know they did that. So mm-hmm. it, probably a lot more people like me who just automatically boom Fallout, which is you you're, you want to be different. You want to mm-hmm. cast yourself from that and like. Uh, I don't even know the fucking word. Just make your own path. Sorry. Yeah. So but if yeah, they, I, I totally agree with you on that. Where it's like you, you were saying like it feels like, like when you play Outer Worlds, it feels like a mm-hmm. a, a Bethesda game because they look yeah. they look like it. The character when you talk to somebody, the little chat thing comes mm-hmm. up, and you you know it, it does feel like that. Um, and I, I think you're right. If they want to set themselves apart, it they definitely have to forge their own path. They got to make their own style of of that type of game yeah I, I agree i definitely will have my eyes on this game to see what i just listed like what not not exactly what i listed but something just set it aside from like skyrim so like it's like okay i can actually get into this i don't feel like i'm gonna get bored just like i did with skyrim a little bit mm-hmm. like you, you you can do oh so many run-throughs before you're like what the fuck mm-hmm. no no more yeah oh yeah yeah i mean it's gonna be the i've i've not used Fantasy is hard for me to get into, and like I was saying, but I think with Obsidian, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. So, see what they're gonna. Oh do. yeah, of course. Because like I didn't really like the Fallout games either, but for some reason I love Outer Worlds. Like I could just... only get into Fallout Three. I could have do it before. I think a lot of I people really got into Fallout Three, and then Fallout Four was just more of a 
rehash it was of like three. A DLC. So, yeah, yeah, so a lot of people didn't really like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think yeah, I, I did play a little bit of Fallout Three too, but it just uh, it didn't really hit me. Um, okay, so there's that. Um, let's head into a console launch exclusive, the medium. Uh, this is very interesting. I, it's now I don't know if you guys have looked up how th- this game is supposed to be played or how the game is supposed to be, or is there anything? I, I this this wasn't the reveal of the medium, but it was just that it's just Microsoft coming out saying that it's going to come to console first on our platform, uh, yeah. which is definitely good for for them to get kind of out there with like hey we're, we're making deals and we're getting exclusives to come over here first mm-hmm. um so i guess I'll, I'll start with this one i i like the creepy factor to it i like this whole split dimension sort of thing where like yeah you're in a hell world but then you're also in this like post-apocalyptic sort of weird silent hill bullshit it's it it's awesome in in okay. all the ways possible um so I'm gonna give this a, I'm gonna give it a B plus, um, just because I guess I just need to see more in order for it to get to an A. But it's it's definitely like I'm super intrigued in it. Um, I think that with the lack of no Silent Hill type style games, uh, that th- this sort of game is gonna come out and shine. And um, yeah, I, I'm very intrigued with this whole like flipping dimensions sort of thing where they've kind of shown in different games, but this is definitely one that's uh going to, I guess, implement it through the whole entire game. So B plus for me. Uh, nice. a- Ashton, you want to go? What do you think about the medium? You like getting um, spooked. I do. I do. Um, yeah. I like that. We actually got to see a little bit more uh, from this one. It's for me. Um, I'm just excited to see anything from, I think it's Bluebird, right? Bluebird team? Uh, let me go check. But yeah, go ahead. Because um, I, I played, it's it's made by the same people who uh, made Blair Witch. Correct. I believe that's right. Um, and I really like that game. And then this game just takes it to a whole fucking different level. I mean, it's, it's completely, you know, like what you're saying, the Silent Hill kind of feel. Uh, I haven't, seen any game like that in a very very long time and it's graphically just looks fucking amazing uh it definitely has that creepy vibe going for it It looks like you're in hell and then you're back to normal and like this fucking abandoned derelict fucking wherever the hell she is and uh just going back and forth between worlds just i i can just tell it's gonna be fucking so this company ashton i think you are slowly into making this one of your favorite teams uh they made layers of fear mm, uh layers yeah. of fear 2 like you said blair witch um they've also made observer um which i've been trying to get to but i have not been able to get to uh and then obviously they're making the medium uh poland company so they're a polish team yeah um but yeah it's it's cool that they've became this like little small team and now they've gotten this like big game coming out. Uh, but right now it's just holiday 2020 for that right now. Mm, it, okay. their, their tagline is you've only seen half so far. So nice. And what, what grade did you give it? Uh, I will give it, uh, an also an a minus a minus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tyler, okay. what do you, what do you feel? I, uh, 
I'm gonna stick with B. Like I'm having the entire B. night. It's like you know, no gameplay hurts it. Does look very interesting. I got like a weird, fucking. Devil May Cry vibe out of it. Because anybody realize when she goes to like the Silent Hill like place, her hair is white. Yeah. Which is like interesting. So I wonder is like on top of like I feel like not being the traditional, I guess like um not being the traditional, what was it? The other game they made, Blair Witch or like Layers of Fear. Like is she gonna be fighting these things? Is she gonna be it could also that's yeah, that's fair. Like her hair changes and she gets like something like added onto her arm. Like her, her clothes kind of change a little bit. So again, like makes you think of devil may cry. So will she be able to fight, which would be cool. Cause it seems like there's a boss of sorts. Like that one dude that was following her around that was about to choke her out. Like, is he what we're, is he what we're chasing or what we're running away from? Cause we never know. So those are the things I would like answer. I would really like, you know, for that solid game, if I was able to fight, that'd be like fucking dope as shit. But we'll now, I, I do want to say, um, that that was gameplay. They are saying that oh, that was really? gameplay, yeah. Ah. So it that was in engine, and that was uh, some gameplay stuff that was happening in there. Okay. Yeah. So you'll you'll well, be running and more. platforming and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. But yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I I I think that that kind of sums that one up. Uh, the medium. Uh, so let's head over to our last. Oh wait, no, we have two more left. Because I totally didn't add the last thing, so we'll we'll save that one for last. We'll save the mic drop that they did later on. Uh, Crossfire X uh, campaign reveal was was shown. Um, I'll kind of briefly do this since this was kind of just one I wanted to highlight. Uh, I did play the 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 beta of the multiplayer game of this. It is very much leaves a lot to be desired um spawn points are garbage as soon as you're literally at the end of a hallway and as soon as someone gets over to that side of the hallway they can just start spawn killing you which was fucking terrible um it does play a little bit different than csgo and all of those other uh like buy shooters like i don't know what they call them where you like buy the guns and stuff like that it's a little different than that It, it has its own kind of way of playing like that but not really being that kind of game mm-hmm. it's uh but yeah i i think the multiplayer is a lot to be like mm, eh, maybe not the highlight of this this game now remedy taking the crossfire x campaign reigns seems really awesome it it i love remedy uh i have still not played control but i have played alan wake that's one of my favorite xbox 360 games of all time and then also um Oh man, now I'm losing. What's the one that they made? That okay, we'll move on to that. I'll I'll look that up as as we're kind of talking. But um, the I I think that it's cool that Remedy is taking this collaboration with a game that's super popular, and they're gonna add this next step of how much Crossfire can just become the next big thing. Uh, Crossfire X is I think an exclusive to just Xbox, so there's that game is not playable on PC, huh? Wait no 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 it Crossfire it Crossfire is able to be played on PC but Crossfire X I think is an exclusive um cuz you were not able to play the beta only, version of that I think they're only just calling it like adding that extra part of it because of support remember it was a Japanese only thing Uh I believe After. they're Chinese um Chinese I'm sorry yeah Chinese Can we just be safe to say Asian to be fair Yeah well, we'll give I, that. I, don't know. Uh, I think it was like 
Asian only, and then we were the only ones getting it. Like Xbox means by we. Um. If I remember correctly, so so this is from this is from Metabomb, and it says, "Will Xbox or will Crossfire X be playable on PC?" So far, there is no word on Crossfire X coming to PC. So there's Mm. that, Um, because I think the Crossfire X portion is the Xbox part. the The original game you can play on PC, and it is only on PC. But this is this is like a whole new thing. That they're trying to push and get a bigger audience for, which is cool that this this team is trying to 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 make Crossfire more of a worldwide thing and get the Western audience involved because it's it's definitely like one of the biggest games in the world, but it it's you know not very popular here because um, just PC is not big for us. It's I mean it's a big thing, but like consoles is the main line way of accessing video games. Um, so. So yeah, it it's um I I think it's cool. I think it's cool that they were the campaign looked cool. Um I just hope it plays well. I think mechanically the game played well. It just the multiplayer was just garbage. So I just didn't really like it. Um right. I, I I think it has enough it can get there. It just needs to fix a few things, but I think it could get there. But yeah. Yeah. Um so my grade for it would probably be like a C plus. I think because Remedy is doing it, it gave it that plus. Um, but I mean, after the thing, after the beta, it just wasn't that great. I could have let it just slide. Um, so C plus. Ashton, what do you feel? Uh, see, I I just wasn't really super interested in it. I was kind of like, eh. I heard it. The beta was pretty shitty, so I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's just I guess you're telling me. Yeah, sure. What do you think? Um, honestly, okay. Are we do? Are we taking the game as a whole, or are we just talking talking about the campaign that we saw? I what what we saw there, but I I did I did give I did consider that though. So whatever you feel. If we're talking about the campaign, Quantum Break is the other game that Remedy made. That was the game I couldn't think of. But anyway. uh, if we're talking about the um what we seen uh that day. Uh, definitely an A. Oh, okay. Okay. For sure. I uh, it looks really good. It's reminiscent, really, of like a a better Call of Duty campaign. Mm-hmm. In terms of like the action sequences shown, only thing that I don't like about it is I'm getting tired of de- developers not making their campaigns co-op. Mm-hmm. Getting really annoying, really, mm-hmm. really old. But besides that, no. Uh, campaign. I mean, the most way I didn't get to play it because I was busy that weekend, which sucked. Um, but nah, I'm definitely gonna the campaign aspect at least an A. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, I, some games are like that. Some games have a better campaign than they have as a multiplayer, and they do really well. So, I mean, mm-hmm. hell, Uncharted had it for a whole bunch of times, and no one gave a shit about it. So it was like, you know, um, fair enough. Yeah. All right, I think we move on from Crossfire. Let's head into the mic drop that they decided. Oh, but there's one more thing. Fable finally got announced. It finally is out there in the open. Playground Games is working on it. We all knew this. They just finally revealed that it's official and done. Ashton, how do you feel about Fable? Fable? Not Fable, you know, continue insert number here. It's Fable now. So how do you feel? Yeah. Um, Well, I don't know. I I was worried, you know, because I've, Basically seeing leaks and rumors and stuff. I've been following Fable, anything Fable coming from Xbox for the past two years. 
in like deep dark holes. Uh, anything I could get, like a fucking crack addict. Um, and uh, when I heard Playground Games, um, I was kind of bummed that the none of the old developers were brought from uh, Lionhead Studios mm-hmm. um, to come back and work on the game. Now, for the for the folks at home, is there? Can you give us a brief bullet point of who Lionhead is and who Playground is? Lionhead is the original creators of Fable. One, two, three, and Fable Legends, um, who was shut down um, because of creative differences and stuff like that, um, creating some conflict between the um, the head of Liongate or Lionhead Studios and uh, some of the other devs because he had different expectations and yada yada yada. And then Playground Games are the people who make Forza Horizon, mm-hmm. um, and they just made um, they just put in a new studio in the uk so they ha- now have a new studio uh, that makes fable mm-hmm. um and they are basically calling it fable and just fable probably because it's going to be kind of like a reboot they're basically going to kind of just it's a different way to play fable basically different than the way we played it kind of like how halo infinite isn't going to be halo 6 um even though it's a continuation where it left off they're not going to play the same way, mm-hmm. is my expectations so far. Um, I don't know. I was worried about the humor thing because Fable, as a series, has always been full of humor and very goofy heavy and British funny. comedy. Heavy the, British comedy, yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did capture that a little bit with the um, with the little teaser trailer we got, but um, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing more. So, and what's your grade for it? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to give it an A because I, I was expecting <laughs> to see more, you know, because, I mean, technically, this game has been at least a little bit, maybe not at full capacity, in the works for two years. So I was kind of expecting uh, a little bit more than just a little teaser trailer. Um, Yeah, because, I mean, rumors and leaks and stuff like that, and, like the graphics look pretty similar to the teaser trailer we got. The leaks that we saw earlier, like a year ago, and I don't know. I I, I was kind of really hoping for a lot more. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a B. Okay. Because it's basically pure excitement is basically all you can get out of that trailer. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tyler, why don't you go since you have kind of this isn't necessarily the franchise you're looking for, but I'm curious yeah. to hear an outside look on this. Um, what, what, how do you feel? I'm giving it a B. Okay. Because I know how highly regarded the Fable series is, so you know, I'm expecting pretty good things. And Ashton, I also want to smack the shout you for that Halo comment. That shit made no sense. <laughs> uh, I mean, it did though. But all right. No, it did. No, how? They three four three is calling that game a spiritual reboot because it's not going to play like any other Halo. They said this. I think the way I, now let me let me interject here because I just as a as as a referee here, I think what. What uh, what Tyler's getting at is the way that you referenced it. Now, you stop me if I'm wrong. You referenced it was the fact that it's directing it more towards the reboot aspect of it is being highlighted. While as Fable yeah. is probably just a flat out, the only thing that it's going to be is just here's a fantasy world that has a little British comedy and we're here's Fable. While as Halo is like, it's still the franchise. We're just dropping the number now. Like that's kind of. At least, is, is that, am I wrong? Is that what you were thinking? No, you, you hit it. Okay. It's like, 
this is in a sense essentially is just like naming Halo Five, Halo Five Guardians. It's the same thing. It is a Halo Six. It continues after, so I can't really call it. spiritual reboot. My ass. That's basically like me shitting on a. They did say that. They did say that. No, but I know. Was, I think but it's again, more gameplay style. Yeah. Spiritual reboot. My ass. That's like me shitting on a plate, handing it to you, and telling you it's pork chop. It's not. <laughs> it's still shit. Oh, there's not a visual. Just <laughs> not say Halo's gonna be shit, but it's more so like, come on, like spirit. What the fuck is a spiritual reboot? What is that? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's a exactly. video That's game all- term that they just decided to no. use. But yeah, it's see, no, I but, but I did get what Ashton was saying though too. I don't want to like I totally saying, pity for I, it, I, <laughs> like I throw him in the corner there at all. But like, it's like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, but um, no. Yeah. That's just the way I see it. You can disagree. I don't. I don't really give a shit. I don't give a shit. The fuck. Uh, see again how Fable is regarded. Again, I guess before any of this, even though I may not play this game, I will definitely look into it. A bunch of games I don't play that I always keep tabs on. This would definitely be one of them. And who knows? Maybe this is the one that gets you in. Maybe that's that's the whole point. I am curious to see that that what. Maybe this is the one that makes me play old ones. Oh, okay. Maybe. I thought you said this is the one that makes me play Roblox. <laughs> I was oh, like, what the hell? <laughs> mm. um, yeah, it could be. It could be. Definitely uh, keep an open eye. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm very excited. As soon as I heard Playground was taking this one, I was like, the car guys? <laughs> like, we're going <laughs> to give the game to the car guys? All right, I cool, mean, they whatever. Make good landscapes and stuff. Yes, you they know? do make very pretty games. Very pretty games. It's not to the top that Turn 10 does, uh, because they're the ones that make the more racing style simulation sort of thing. But Playground's more of the, like, hey, here's the story. Here's, like, a little story. Like, this is their first time. And, I'm I, again, this gets, me, this gets me jazzed about, like, what Playground is going to do now. Because now they got two main games that like that are two franchises i absolutely adore like they have never seen them make fable so i can't say that they're gonna be it's gonna be great but with for with forza horizon the whole whole series of that they play amazing like the fact that it's this open world car racing game they make it simulation but not too much simulation they make it open world but not too like separating you from it's a racing game and things like that um and they are truly my favorite team that makes racing games and and i think turn 10 is uh helping them out with with that and then also turn 10 making their their games it's it's really cool to see that microsoft now it's definitely interesting why didn't microsoft just make another studio just to make this but maybe it's more complicated than that um but it, it is cool to see playground is going to be the ones taking the helm of it uh i am a fable fan i did not play the first one but i played two and three uh from beginning to end and i absolutely love the the british monty python reference heavy this the the, like that kind of humor the british comedy humor because it definitely is a different type of humor like that's not it's it's not it could be as over the head uh hitting you with a joke but it also can't be and then sometimes it's a reference that maybe isn't as referenced in america sort of thing um but there's there's definitely some like slapstick sort of comedy that that is in fable so i'm curious to see what playgrounds sort of take on that is uh but yeah super excited i'm gonna give it uh a b plus because i do want to see a little more of it i do understand why they probably didn't want to show fable it's probably the same reason why they didn't want to show much of hellblade because those game i think what they're trying to focus on with this conference and kind of summing up the whole topic of this is uh is halo was the highlight 
you have to get Halo in the hands of people. Game Pass or physical or otherwise, you need to sell this game. And I think the fact that they stepped away and they're like, hey, we just want to let you know, we're working on this game, we're working on this game, and we're working on this game. These are our three games coming soon, but not this year. We're focusing on Halo. This is our priority. And I think that was good on Microsoft's part, is to make Halo the big highlight of this. They kicked it off. They, I mean, a lot of people were like, why did why was Halo the first thing? Why not save it for the last thing? Um, but I mean, it, you it's statistically shown that most people drop off in the first like 15 to 20 minutes of conferences. So you have to show halo first. And especially since it's being very hyped up. So I think with that's the reverse when it comes to um, like conferences and especially this one with knowing for sure halo was going to be there. Mm -hmm. They were going to stick around for it as much like, yeah, when it's like, you know, we've done it plenty of times. Uh, over like you know we go to this conference we don't know what to expect but we'll always want something it's like fucking it's like Nate's is in there watching e3 right and always hoping for skate mm-hmm. you're there because it's one sole thing is driving you i feel like you get more droppage out of like uh viewers if you show halo first and everyone's like well that's what i want and i'm leaving mm-hmm. it's like damn yeah I, but i guess yeah, it's more of... for like third go ahead that's all I said. Yeah, I didn't hear what you said. They should have saved it for like third. Oh, Halo see, I, I think that mainly why they needed to show they needed to show Halo right off the bat. It was because everyone knew it was going to be there. Everyone knew it was going to be there. It wasn't a surprise. We just needed to see more of it. We needed to see what, what most people wanted a release date. That was really all that really people wanted. But they they didn't do that. Uh, they showed campaign, which was something that was to be they wanted to see. But I think that. With you couldn't have announced Fable as a mic drop. You couldn't have done that. It would have it would have got lost in the shuffle along with a lot of the other games that were shown. Um, and I I I think it's definitely more of as the company they just need to show one game right now and need to sell it. And they need to get it get out there. Now, with that also said, there was no second game. <laughs> like all these other games were coming. But the, a lot of them were just still holiday stuff. Like, I think they didn't show Flight Simulator, which I think they don't need to show because I think whoever's going to buy that game is going to buy that game. Um, yeah, pretty much. Forza Horizon being teased. I would be actually interested in playing that just to see how the graphics are. But see, that's the thing. You can. You can do that with Game Pass. And that was the yep. big thing that Phil Spencer said in the beginning of the conference. Game Pass but, is so fucking good. Well, now it's like 4,000 times better because they Phil Spencer said in the beginning, uh, I guess people were confused on, but every single game that was shown will be on game pass every single one of those which is insane uh which just boosted the whole entire value of what game pass is going to be so um yeah so back to fable i'm going to give it a b plus because i just i I did want to see a little bit more like al ashton said it's been teased it's been heavily rumored it just needed to be confirmed i wish it was a little bit more of just confirmed like hey yeah it does exist um but i'm glad it it exists and i'm just going to accept that um, but yeah, it was a cool mic drop. It was just like, hey, yeah, here yeah. it is. It was awesome. I was screaming in the party. As soon as I, I saw Playground that's... Games, I'm like, <gasps> we already <laughs> <Yeah>. saw Forza! <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I just started screaming. I'm like, uh, yeah, I know what this is! <laughs> like, as soon as I saw the graphics, I'm like, I know this! I've seen this! <laughs> yeah. Um, any final words at the conference? Or the update, Xbox update, July update, or whatever It was good. I'm excited to see the next one. Okay. Tyler, any final words? No. 
I don't think I have any. Thank you, no. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I've said my spiel. So spiel. we're moving on to hopefully shorter topics. <laughs> let's let's kick off the part two, uh, a bit two to uh, the episode with um, games are going up to seventy dollars, and oh. uh, that is the that is the. We got to see that kind of be shown in the light a little bit with NBA uh, 2K21, I believe, is the next one, um, being priced now at $70 for the mainline game if you are going to buy the base standard edition. So I guess the topic of this one is, how do you feel about the fact that games are going to go up 10 extra dollars? Um, I also want to reference the fact when I was looking up, just to give you guys a little bit of time to think of what you want to say. Um, when I was looking up the medium, you can pre-order the game for $49.99. So what? I would assume that the game would have actually been, if it was released on this generation, would have been a $40 game. But those $40 games are going to start to go to $50. So it's not just going to affect these standard baseline games. That's a theory. That's a room. That's a, there's a theory. It's just a theory that I have. But I'm, I did see on the Xbox store, you can pre-order the medium for $49.99. Just thought that was a weird price for the standard edition. Because it's not a main release game. And it's all, you know. So that might also happen too. That the $40 games are going to be bumped to $50. We might see the $20 games be bumped up to $30. So... I guess um, who wants to start? Ashton, Tyler. I feel like I've talked uh, enough. Uh, I mean, technically, <laughs> our our we were kind of overdue for a price increase. Oh yeah. Uh, especially with like the technology that you know how far we've come from the sixty dollars price tag. Uh, so I get it. Um, but my thing is with these full price games being sixty or seventy dollars. I don't want to see any fucking stupid ass goddamn battle pass bullshit or any fucking out like overpriced cosmetics that you cannot earn with a general grind. Hmm. If you're making me pay full price for a game, I am not grinding for two weeks to get one piece of armor. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to get cool shit without having to spend 15 fucking dollars more after I spent full price on your game. Battle Pass, we can talk about it, but like, the game needs to be like good at at full price. That's I'm a firm believer in that. Like, now now D- taking DLC a step back fine. for a second Whatever. on your opinion of the act the, of the game itself, Call of Duty Modern Warfare full line game campaign multiplayer everything, and then also added Warzone that does have a Battle Pass. Does that qualify in this bullshit territory, or does that is that okay for the seventy dollars so price that's, tag? That's okay because Warzone, you don't have to get Call of Duty for Warzone is a separate thing. Mm-hmm. That's free. Um, they can get away with that. That's I don't like free to play games because they're like that. I would rather pay sixty dollars or seventy dollars to get a game where I can actually play it in all of its entirety and get all the rewards from it. So you would pay sixty dollars for an all online game? Yes. Okay. Okay. Just absolutely. getting your stance on that. Just, just um, as, as we're talking about the seventy dollars. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, how do you feel about like sports games, NBA? Obviously, oh, Madden's there's... probably going to hit that price tag as well, seventy bucks. Look, here's the thing with with sports games. They're they're cash grabs. Uh, it's usually the same shit every year, and they don't change much. And you can make the argument about shooters too, like Call of Duty, but it is 
on a whole different fucking level with some of these sports games. Um, there was what it was NBA that had in-game advertisements and it still had microtransactions at sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. Looking at the new games are going to be seventy dollars. Okay, what is going to change with these games? What's what's going to be so special about these games like that that are going to require a ten dollar increase and assuming that they're going to keep those same microtransactions and shitty practices? That mm-hmm. uh, some games don't need to go up, and sports games, in my opinion, don't because they haven't done shit for their community over the past like what five years. Anything groundbreaking? Now I haven't I haven't uh, actually bought a sport game like either FIFA or Madden or MLB The Show like in God probably that amount of time five to six them. years because it. it like you said, they don't change much and it's just fine tuning and you don't really see the, the drastic change in things unless you play, I guess Madden had the story campaign thing. NBA has been adding their little campaign as well. that has a little story that goes along with it. Um, that is kind of added more incentive to buy the next game. But then in FIFA, when they uh, introduced this whole thing about uh, God, I can't remember what the character's name was. Um, but you got to play as a person. Like there, there was like a whole character that they created specifically for this campaign uh, for FIFA. And if you played like FIFA 15, 16, and 17, I could be butchering those years, but you'll get it. Um, you can play the, the complete story. Like it actually continued the story in the next FIFA game. So it was kind of cool. Like you, and whatever you had done in FIFA 15, um, then in FIFA 16, he would be all those stats, and then you would continue his story through that. Um, and then there was also kind of a pickup thing of like, oh, you didn't play 15? Uh, that's fine. You just Here's where you're starting off at. Uh, they, they tried it with Madden. I think they've only done that w- twice. Um, they did it twice for Madden. And then NBA, I think, has been doing this for a while, but you can actually have a created character. Tyler, I don't know if you can jump in on that. Um, uh, is that... You haven't played it in a while, but isn't there usually like a campaign you can create a player for? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My career. Yeah. you just you, but it wasn't uh, to the degree that um, you said FIFA was doing it, mm-hmm. or I, th- I think uh, NFL did it too. Yeah, Madden, Madden's done it. Yeah. Okay, it wasn't to the degree of that, as far as I know. You were giving like your own, or you were giving a preset character. I think NBA is never gonna do that for a fact that I think NBA is like the biggest cash grab of all the sports games i mean it is yeah. a and huge FIFA. money a and lot FIFA. of money yeah fifa's big um no but, no but... i mean i'm i'm pretty sure i think nba is like their best one because you know you have yeah. to buy the because you have to upgrade fifa is the build a team you gotta buy all the fucking cards and bullshit well that's yeah. foot and yeah and yeah. mutt is also attesting to that with madden but but tyler is right i think i mean there's no basketball game that is like it's just like how Madden, you know. There's no there's no other football game that's a, EA's tried to bring back NBA Live. It doesn't fucking work. They they never hit it. 2K. I mean, when people talk about 2K, they're not talking about the company. They're not talking about WWE. They're talking about NBA. They don't even need to say NBA. They just say you got. Are you gonna get 2K? You just know what they're talking about. Why I say it's because most of all my friends like you know the grind that comes with. 2K is more so like, yeah, you may have like the packs with um 
with uh with FIFA, but remember 2K, like you know, you're tr- you're on that grind to get your character to a 99 overall, mm-hmm. right? You can make that shortcut what they call VC. I'm pretty sure is there. Uh, it's like a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's more. I don't know. I forgot what I can equate it to. Maybe like COD points per se, mm-hmm. but it's like that as well as you can buy shit. You know, you're again, you're always just trying to upgrade your character and get them up. I'm pretty sure you can. You got multiple characters. I don't know, but people like it's also with NBA. It's a class system. Funny really? enough, yeah, no, yeah, it's like you have like sharpshooters. Uh, I forgot my me and my friend were talking about because I don't really play the game, but my friend does. So I talk uh, talk to him about it for him to explain. But there's like classes to NBA. Like what your what is your character going to be most proficient in? Mm-hmm. Going to be a big man. He's going to be a little small guy. He's going to go to go to the rim. He's going to do all that. You could you could pick that by setting your character's class. Mm. make them in your image what you would want to be if you were ever in the NBA so I think like again when you say 2k you ain't thinking of FIFA you ain't thinking of Madden you thinking of NBA yeah yeah I mean the the company themselves like 2k the the, the company they they definitely have just marketed NBA as that's their that's their big sports game they don't care about the other really like WWE you can see it's it's like hey cool if people are gonna buy this game great but like it does not get as much love. And I don't know if that's because of who's in charge of making the WWE games, but there's so much bugs and shit that comes with the WWE games where NBA thrives in how well it's done, how well it looks. Uh, The trailer that we saw at the PlayStation four event, that was like with the ray tracing and stuff like that. That's insane. That's what the game is going to look like. It's like to look at where 2k has started Back in 1999, I believe, is when, like, I don't know when NBA 2K started. So we'll say, we'll say in the early 2000s. Um, mm-hmm. It it looks drastically different. Um, and they, they yeah. The dry next to the sweaty picture is actually pretty fucking funny. Yeah, they, they do really talk about the sweat in the in the game. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that the is something. Sweat. <laughs> I mean, that is something that, you know, it, it's, it's a detail. A detail, yeah. Yeah, that, that's been put into it. Because uh, obviously you can't put detail in the hardwood after a while. You're just like, yep, it's it's wood. Like You can't do, like, blades of grass like you can do in FIFA and Madden. So, um, but it's definitely, like, 2K has constantly been knocking it out with, with that. And I, I do think the level of technology, to go back to the price tag, I think that's why... It's it's able to get the seventy dollar mark and how it's able to hit the sixty dollar mark for the current games. It's because how much technology and time and years that it's gone into making these games. We don't see them, you know, change drastically because we're we're constantly looking at the games. So there's not very much like when Madden comes out and they're like, yeah, it's a new juke system. You're like, oh great, that's it. That's really all they need to do, like that, to make it so fine tuned into juking, into like the level of the technology they go into, that the the guys that go out there during football games and actually have a vest that says like Madden Performance Reviewer, like that's a job. <laughs> like he goes out there and he rates them. Like it's where it's just that level of how much goes into making those games. I think that gets them that seventy dollar tag, but. It definitely is. I'm okay with seventy dollars going in. I'm also not a kid anymore, so I have money. I make my own money, so I can go and buy a seventy dollars game, or I have Game Pass, where all my Xbox exclusive games are going to be a part of. So there's ways around it, um, but it definitely is something for if I was a kid, 
that's not good news. Seventy bucks is not good news. That's that's a that's like these times. Yeah, and it's (laughs) like you know when you're trying to ask mom to go buy you NBA 2K21, you know it's it's going to be a little bit harder. Now I will say, Tyler, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the Kobe edition a hundred dollars or is that a hundred and ten dollars? I'm pretty sure the Kobe edition is a hundred. It's a hundred. So why did that not go up ten dollars? That's what I want to know. Fucking Kobe edition, I guess. I mean, they're probably gonna keep those like those special editions, uh, like like a set price. And remember, this Kobe edition is the last personalized edition to ever come out. They're not doing it anymore. Oh they really? That, like no one else is getting a f- fucking like a special cover other than Kobe. Hmm, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Yeah, it's marked at a. It's marked at a. Da, 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 da. The Forever Edition is what they're calling it. Yeah. Um, PS5, $99. So those didn't go up. But but if if what we saw with uh, the medium, it seems like the, the games below the $60 mark are going to go up 10 bucks. So I'm wondering where that cutoff is. If they're wondering, like, hey, we're already getting an extra $30 out of you or $40 out of you, you know, depending on whatever game you're getting. It. You know, it doesn't matter to bump up this an extra hundred and ten dollars because that would just be kind of redundant that you're already spending the extra money to get this edition. So, so I guess special editions are going to stay the same, but I don't know. But how do you? Yeah. (laughs) So how do you feel about if those if those under sixty dollar games or under seventy dollar games, I guess, going up an extra ten bucks, are those okay to do that, or you wonder like why that is a thing? Like what? What type of game? I don't think those are worth it. No, I think that's an issue, because obviously you're you. No offense, even though the game may be good, there's something in your game lacking that doesn't make it that sixty dollar mark. So if you're gonna charge me more for a game that I know doesn't deserve the original price tag, do I really want to sit there and deal with that? Because hmm. I already know it's lacking. So the, I guess it, for Ashton, it would be like if the medium. Let's say if my theory is correct, the medium, if it came out on Xbox One, it was going to be 40 bucks. But right now on Xbox's website, it's marked at 49.99. So it's $50, which is a weird tag. Again, I haven't tested this out on any of the other games that were announced. But it being this like what would have been a $40 game is now $50. How do you still feel with the $20 gap that they're trying to fill in? Do you think that's still appropriate or do you think that no, Depends the game on is how still good the game is. I mean, well, I think it's more of a studio thing at this point. It, it, there are games that come out now that are at forty dollars, like Destroy All Humans. That was that's a I think a forty forty dollar yeah, game I mean, it, right it now. It just depends on the fidelity of the game, honestly. How much how much time, money, and like work they put into it. I mean, if they throw it like a double A game, I uh, don't want to pay full price for it. But that would be full price, price to make it. Yeah, well, that would be the the next. That would be the standard at that point. The fifty dollars would be the the standard at that point. Yeah, and that's that's. So you have you have if a little they, bit of a problem with that sort of thing. I I, I do, and the okay. the reason for that is like, if they aren't taking advantage of that new technology and becoming said AAA studio, I don't want to see their prices go up. I mean, sure, you could call. It, like going off of like a um what is it like um fucking 
What is that called where you get like a fucking three percent raise? What kind of raise is that? Um, oh, like a performance review sort no, of thing. No, not a performance oh. review. It's oh. like um. It's like I get what you're saying. You you get the little living wage increase, like, like your anniversary date. Things you'll, are costing you'll get... more, so you get paid more. Oh, their that's things aren't going to be thing. costing more okay. if they're doing the same quality of game. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, it's going to be cheaper for them to do that same quality of game. So I don't mm-hmm. see that. Now the game is game... not coming out on Xbox One. I just want to. Same. Yeah, I'm just saying as a whole. I'm not saying like mm-hmm. just the shit on the medium or anything like that. But if you're making a double A game, there you, you go. That's the better wording. You I'm don't sure. need to be making uh, your prices go up because you're using cheaper technology. It's probably going to be cheaper to use now than it was back then. Like say five years ago, you're saving more money now. So why are you charging us more? That's hmm. not right. Hmm. And so, but you feel it's okay for bigger companies the the triple a's and then the future yeah. quadruple a companies to charge as long as they're numbers. not just completely destroying their their player base with only being able to look good with microtransactions mm-hmm. and yes okay if they do the star wars battlefront shit they're really fucking dumb and they didn't learn from ea's mistake so mm-hmm. uh let's just uh make sure that we are making conscious decisions here when you know these uh this next generation comes out because if if you let people slide they're they're gonna take advantage so just make sure gamers that you're fucking looking out don't buy into shit don't be a sheep Mm -hmm. uh tyler i i you kind of touched on it a little bit but just to kind of clarify what you were going for you you definitely do not think that the sub currently the the double A teams is what uh, I think Ashton yep. hit it on there. The double A teams charging the extra ten bucks as well to bump their games up to fifty dollars. You don't think that's a good idea? No, but it's gonna happen regardless. We're just gonna have to deal with it. It's like because everyone's got to compete, right? Mm-hmm. No one wants to get shafted in like their money. You put, I mean, I I recognize the word you put into the games, but again, there's something about your game that didn't make the cut. And God, I hope this doesn't fucking get out because. Me being a game designer, it's a bite me in the ass so fucking <laughs> Um But you know, you have to know what your game is worth. You know? But you know, hopefully, you know, with this You know honest thinking about it, I feel like as I just said that, know what your game's worth, I feel like this will create a rift in games that do go up in pricing and games that stay the same. Mm-hmm. Because of the content. Now I think this that now I think this begins a whole nother like price bracket for games we will see more $50 games but we still will see $30 games because of what they have which is not up to snuff yeah it is definitely weird to see the 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 $49.99 which currently is the $39.99 but there is the $19.99 price tag as well so there's like and I don't really think that there was that many breakdowns until this generation was like because obviously there was different options different studios there's a lot more gaming studios making games now so you have like the free to play the 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 ten dollar like the sub five dollar games which you see on like steam and sometimes you'll see it on the xbox yeah. store you have the sub ten dollar price tag which is like you know still very indie developed maybe made by like two or three guys and then you get the 1999 price tag which you might be an indie game uh small studio thing like that then you got the 29.99 price tag and it's like there there's like all these different brackets and i i mean it's very confusing to see who like 
who the hell is a part of that each different one um the only one that everyone really sees is you're either indie or you are mainline triple a gaming studio um but now we're seeing more in the middle of that so i guess uh like for me i think it's whatever um i think there's dozens of different ways to obtain games now legally uh please do not buy games used it it hurts companies um but like you do what you got to do and i think that you know gaming companies maybe like gamestop can come back now because like i mean they're not gone but you know maybe we'll thrive a little more because now games are gonna people can't afford the mainline 70 dollar game um yeah and maybe more people are now inclined to also buy the 99 dollar version because it's only a couple bucks you know 30 dollars more now who knows like this opens up a whole different like sort of doors for the gaming studios now and um but yeah i mean with game pass and playstation plus and all these other ways like steam sales and ubisoft and epic game store and you play like all, all these other Ubisoft is you play, but yeah, origin is what I was trying to say. Um, but like, there's these different outlets to obtain sales of games on PC and console that it's, you know, maybe, maybe it isn't that big of a deal to get the $70 price tag and for team or yeah, for teams and companies to want a little bit extra cash in the pocket so that they can make better games. Um, cause we've clearly seen if a studio has time and the money, they can make brilliant games. I mean, we even saw that with yeah, we got some brilliant minds out there. Yeah, like with with uh, like State of Decay three and all that stuff. You know, hopefully, if we get more money to them, but I don't know. So um, overall, now that we've kind of talked it out, Ashton, are you a fan of the seventy dollar price tag? Yay or nay? Is it appropriate? Is it allowed? For some, yes, depends on the situation. But overall, yeah, I think it's fine. Um, I just better. See some amazing pushes. Hmm. Tyler, how do you feel about the overall $70 price tag here? Uh, I don't quite like it. Even if I did have like a like a job, it's like, are the games coming out going to be worth that? Because some people don't like, you know, for example, Ashen doesn't like fucking Call of Duty. So it's like, would he want to play 70 No. But I do agree with a point Ashton brought up earlier where it, it, it was bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Better technology is coming out. You got to get more bang for your buck. You're, you're putting more to the, into this game. You should be uh, be rewarded with more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think overall for me, I, I, I've kind of said my spiel at the last part there. But, like, it, yeah, I, I think $70 is fine. Uh, you guys are right. It, it's definitely what... It, it's a long time coming that we were going to get a price increase. Uh, I mean, games used to be up in the words in the 80 to $90 range for a standard edition for those carts uh, for like NES and then super NES. So, cause there was like no price tag. There was no like standard. It was just like fucking whatever you want and how limited your game is. Uh, but now, you know, games aren't limited. So it's, it is what it is. I guess 70 bucks coming soon. So get ready. Start breaking those piggy banks open and start mowing some lawns. <laughs> We're moving on uh, to our yes. third and final topic. Game of the Decade 2017 will kind of uh, come to our conclusion. We're almost done. We only got two more years. Uh, and then we're we're in the, you know, we will finally get to vote on what is the Game of the Decade uh, that we've been talking about all year of 2020. Uh, to sum up, if you guys are just joining for those, please go check out the other episodes that we've talked about the Game of the Decade. But essentially, we go through the year 
uh, and we find a representative that will be challenging the other representatives of past years in the decade class of 2010 to 2019. And in this episode, we'll be talking about 2017. So um, the cat, the um, the list is Resident Evil 7, Horizon Zero Dawn, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, Hellblade, Fortnite, Cuphead. Assassin's Creed Origins, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, and Destiny 2. Ashton, did you play any of these games? Yeah. Okay. I played pretty much most of them. Okay. Uh, Resident uh, Evil 7. Yeah, it was fucking fantastic. Okay. Have you played a lot of Resident Evils? Uh, five, a little bit of six, okay. and then seven. So. so you would say that this one was probably your favorite Resident Evil? Yeah, okay. I, I would say that. That's accurate. Okay. I do see you play the multiplayer every once in a while on stream. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, they had a lot of good DLC. Um, I, I, I enjoyed my time. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, did you ever play that PS4 exclusive? I did not. I don't have a PS4. So. Coming to PC, though. That's uh, yeah. since then. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. You're not a Legend Amazing of Zelda fan. Yeah, okay. All right. no, <laughs> Go ahead. Tell us, tell us what it is. <laughs> tell us oh, it's what. amazing. It's, okay. a, it's completely different uh, than any other Zelda game. Mm-hmm. It's just fantastic. Is this your favorite Almost one? It's got a perfect score. I would say it's definitely up there. Okay. Um, Persona 5, did you play? I did not play that, okay. no. Uh, PS4 exclusive as well. Hellblade uh, once was a PS4 exclusive. Eventually, a year later, just popped up in the Microsoft Store. So, uh, you ever you ever get to play uh, Hellblade? Now, the studio being owned by Microsoft. Mm, I have not, but I'm excited for the second one. Mm-hmm. Free on Game Pass, so more incentive for that. Uh, Fortnite. You ever dabble in the uh, the old Fortnite game? I tried when it came out. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. The game would suck my dick. <laughs> Cuphead. It's too easy. I hate the building. It's trash. Yeah, it it came out at a, at, at a pretty perfect time. Uh, Cuphead. Yeah. What do you think about Cuphead? Bullet hell. A lot of fun. Super hard. Uh, a lot of good times playing it. Mm-hmm. DLC coming soon. Um, yeah, DLC. Mm-hmm. It just actually went to PS4 uh, a couple days ago. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Didn't play it. Okay. Sort of a. I wouldn't say reboot, but they definitely added a lot different of a style to this Assassin's Creed that they've brought into Odyssey, that they're doing into Valhalla. So there's like definitely this continuation of this different type of Assassin's Creed. Uh, but a lot of people are loving it. So it's uh, more on that in a little bit when I get to it. Um, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Did you play Wolfenstein 2? Or no? Yes? No? Uh, yeah. Okay. That looked fucking awesome when you were playing it. Mm-hmm. Did play that on stream. Uh, And uh, a little game called Destiny 2. Did you play that? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So you, as a Destiny fan, not a fan of Destiny 2, though. So why why did this one get yelled down in the dumps? So for me, they kind of shit all over my PvP that I liked in Destiny 1. And it's better now, but I mean, it's not how it was. Um they made it too team shooty, uh, which a lot of people play by themselves. Not everybody had that like that full raid team. They would always go through LFG. LFG really kicked off in a big way in, on consoles because of Destiny One. And um, I just 
it just wasn't very good. Now, base game, I liked the PvE. I thought it was an improvement from one in terms of being base game, because that's what we're talking about, not DLC, because we're talking about the current year. Um, but it's uh, it was good for PV PvE. The story was pretty decent, um, but it just wasn't uh, wasn't checking all my boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Tyler. Let's run you through the gauntlet. Resident Evil 7, did you play it? Yeah, I played a little bit of it. Enjoyed it. Uh, uh, you have played past Resident Evils, though. Uh, so... I played a little bit of 4. Okay. And uh, what, what did you... Do, is this one rank up as one of the best ones, or is it on the bottom of your list? <laughs> no, it had to be towards the bottom. I don't, oh, I don't really? really like the the first person mm. yes, I'm not like a huge huge fan what? that, that it, was a different change that was a change for the Resident Evil fans so yeah yeah I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it was it fun yeah but like not definitely not the best for me personally okay so. Horizon Zero Dawn you ever get a chance to play it never played it just watched it okay um Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild watch this man over here play it all the fucking time <laughs> <laughs> uh Persona 5 watch my brother play that okay Anything you want to take away from from that, or just so more, yeah? I always kind of wanted to give it a try. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's really it had cool. like really weird cult following on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Golden I think really kicked it up, especially for Vita fans, the people that played on Vita. Uh, now that's on Steam, so you can pick that up for like twenty bucks. But uh, yeah, the uh, yeah Persona Five definitely was the capitalization of that of Persona Four Golden of like, hey, now it's on. PS5 plays really good. Uh, Persona 5 Royal is uh, now the, like, I guess, sort of next game thing. I'm still confused on it, even though it's been out for a couple weeks. Um, but it's like a 5.5, essentially. And um, mm-hmm. it's a continuation. Full-line $60 game, um, but it's just, you know, different. There's some, like, new story and whatnot. Um, Hellblade. Did you ever get to play Hellblade? No, just watched it. Okay. Fortnite. I played it. Okay. Well, how do you I feel about Fortnite? Enjoyed it when it first came out. I do not enjoy it now, no. Mm. Uh, what about Cuphead? Oh, I played it. Fuck that game. But it's so good. <laughs> Art style's <laughs> great. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Played it. Really enjoyed it. It's, like, as you said, like, if we're going to go with reboots of sorts, haha. <laughs> uh, it was nice. Like, the upgrade tree really set it apart i just don't like how you know they take they took it and ran with it for like the next like two games mm-hmm. while well, i was two games because one after as odyssey after odyssey i was gonna be valhalla and it's probably gonna have the same systems origin so mm-hmm. do you like the new systems yes i think it's way more in depth as like an actual i guess like rpg style to it yeah. you play how you want to play you upgrade what you want to upgrade so it gives you different choices to like how you want to go about a certain assassination target and just how you want to go about like just playing the game regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus. Played it. Fucking enjoyed it. Oh, you did play beat, that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I played the first one just to beat uh, the second. I I didn't get to beat the second one because in uh, school, but mm-hmm. I played the first one just to run through that one. I beat the first one like like two days. Mm-hmm. And the second. That second one, that one kick your ass sometimes and turn. I think I left off in New Orleans oh, or like in New York. York. Okay, so you saw the parade. I think there's a little. But basically, put like this: I think the last parade. thing I remember doing is like riding around on a robotic dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Destiny Two. 
You're you you play a little dabbled in that too. Yeah, I do not have the uh, same opinion of my colleague here. I, well, okay, at the beginning that game was fucking ass. Honestly, but it got way better. You know, you've recently time. picked it up yeah. too. Like you've you've gotten back into it now. I never really dropped it. Like, mm-hmm. I drop it periodically. Like mm-hmm. it's like ah, I'm gonna play something else and come back to it. I never really like kicked it cold turkey because I feel like that game I really can't. Uh, but yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it. I, I'm not really a huge PvP person, so I don't really care for what I can see what Ash was bringing up. But I don't really care for it because it's like my heart's in like the raids and whatnot. Because PvP is so small compared to person to me of like, all the other things you can do about it. So okay. Um. So yeah, uh, I guess for myself, running through the gauntlet, Resident Evil Seven never got to. Uh, I've not played it yet. Uh, I usually try to wait for it to be on sale for on PS4 so I can play the VR version of it. Uh, because oh, I do have PSVR, but then I every time it's on sale, I never really have the time or money to buy it. And now I do, but I just don't. I haven't done it yet. Um, but I don't want to. <laughs> like I just haven't done it. I didn't play the PS4, and I always. I hate hearing my PS4 cry when I play games. So, um, plus it's a bitch to set up that VR. So, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, I have not played. I do own it, um, but it I've not like touched it at all. It's one of those games that's just been on the catalog, just waiting to be played. Now it's coming to PC, so I might I might pick it up like uh, on on PC. Um, and uh, I like the concept of it. It's like this sort of like like i don't want to say medieval but i'd say like maybe nordic is probably more of a collision of that but it's modern like it's not in the past it's in the future and there's all these mechanical things and beasts and stuff like that and i I think that's pretty cool um legend of zelda breath of the wild i did not like this game (laughs) and i have been very uh i don't think i've actually said that publicly (laughs) but i've said it in or in the inner circle um uh Ashton, what what's who did you get the Switch game from of this the Switch uh, version? I got of it this? from you. I bought it from you. <laughs> yes, yeah. you did. I didn't like it. Um just because I don't know if it was the fact it was on the Switch. I don't know if it was the fact I mean there was a couple things I just found very like annoying and like non not worth my time. Like going to the little camps and just killing up those little like troll things. There's not really a reward for doing that. It's just kind of doing it. And then I, I understand if I probably would have kept going, I probably could have gotten in the game a little bit more. And maybe maybe someday I'll pick it up again when it's you know when I feel like in the mood for it. But it just, I don't know. Uh, the, the Zelda games have never been a big part of my category of games. Though my family loves it. My uncle, that's one of his favorite games. My cousin, she plays it all the time. She's completed that game backwards and forwards. Uh, it, it's by far her fra- favorite franchise uh, on the Switch, and I, I talked with her about it. I even got her a, a Breath of the Wild coffee mug uh, last Christmas. So it's like, it's definitely a big deal of the people that I know, and I respect the game. Do not get me wrong. I I think that it it's well deserved of all the the praise that it's gotten. Just for me personally, not a big fan of it. Persona Five, I've played a little bit. I've uh, not a little. I've put in about. 25 hours into the game and um think the story's great i love persona 4 i just haven't gone back to persona 5 because i think something else came out at the time i think i jumped on red dead uh when i tried to get back into it or something like that it's it just other games came up and i never get never play it all the way through i just need to uh hellblade i've played about two or three hours of 
think it's cool. It's really cool. Looks visually great on Xbox One uh, X. So, uh, Fortnite played a little bit of it at the beginning of launch when it was still in beta and Epic didn't know what the fuck they were doing with it, and it was still the end or end of the world or whatever the hell they were calling it. I like how that game be- was supposed to be this like Minecraft zombie horde game, and then it just became what PUBG <laughs> it, yeah, wish totally it was. Evolved. Yeah, it's it's interesting of how that's a pivot. That is the definition of a business pivot right there. Um, so Best not a f- one in history. Yeah, not a big fan of Fortnite, but it's kind of in the same realm of Legend of Zelda: Breath you of the Wild. Still respect it. I yeah. respect it. Yeah, uh, I you know a lot of people build a lot of careers off of that. Cuphead absolutely love the art style it gives me that old disney fashion you know sort of old mickey style cartoon hand-drawn game because the game is hand-drawn frame by frame it's just a beautiful game um just that's another game i've just never gone back to going into it but i i did love it when i was playing it assassin's creed origins um i gotta give that more time I, I'm trying to go through the whole Assassin's Creed franchise, actually. So we'll see if I continue that path. But it's going to take me a while before I get to Origins. Um, but yeah, I think Tyler touched on most of the key points on that. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Ta- Again, the Wolfenstein series is my one of my favorite franchises currently. Current franchises. Just knocking it out. I think it's cool. I think it's awesome. Uh, they... they in Wolfenstein 2 brought that whole alternate universe reality thing of if the Nazis won the war, what would happen to America? Uh, I remember seeing it at uh, PAX where they were just talking about how, like, yeah, this is essentially what modern America would look like. Or not modern America. I think it's the 80s, I think is. Yeah. Uh, or no. I think it's run, 70s? Uh, 70s the, yeah, 70s. Yeah. Late 70s, early 80s. Um, and BJ has uh, been with... Anya and like the rest of that crew for a while, so they've kind of developed their relationship. Uh, Anya's pregnant, so BJ is gonna have two kids, is what they eventually tell you. Um, and what Wolfenstein Youngblood continues the, that storyline. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 a cool game. It's fucking hard because they essentially got. It, it feels like every setting that you're on is one higher than what you would normally play. So normal is technically hard because it is just so freaking hard. Like some people had to drop that game to easy to even complete the game. I did not. I kept it at my normal setting. Um, oh boy. And uh, I just toughed it out. I got rage moments. You can watch it here on the channel. I completed it all. Um, but god damn, that game got me sometimes. Uh, cool game too. Uh, beautiful looking game. Uh, Destiny 2. I, I've played it. I've never really gotten into Destiny, so I can't honestly give that opinion to there. But, you know, there it is. So, after that, it's time to vote. We each get uh, we, we each got to vote, and I'm just going to go based on the ones that got votes, and then we'll go from there. Uh, the ones that got votes were Resident Evil 7, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, Fortnite, and Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Those are the ones that made it to the final five. Ashton, how do you feel about the final five? Do you feel like those are some pretty solid games represented in 2017? They're pretty solid, yeah. Um, it's, it's sad that we have to pick one to move on. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a good year for games. Yeah, I actually didn't think 2017 was going to be that, but I, there was some pretty solid games. And they were pretty split out, too. like Enough to be like, oh, okay, I'm playing throughout the year. Um, I mean, got a sun to shine, is what you're saying? Yeah, uh, but Tyler, how do you feel about the final five? 
I think it's good. It kind of kind of covers. It got something for everybody in there mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very diverse genre list of what games were out. You know, we got this horror game in the beginning of the year. Resident Evil Seven came out in the beginning of that year, which was really weird. Um, kind of came out of nowhere too, didn't it? Wasn't it like very quickly yeah, announced? Much. Yeah, we were like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, and then the like Resident nice. Evil Biohazard. You're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> so, um, and then okay, I I I think that the list is very very well done. Obviously, um, yeah, it was it was pretty good selection there. Knocking it down to our final two, it got to a tiebreaker of what we did, but we eventually came to consensus that these, that the last game was gonna be the one that represented but the two final games i didn't think i thought zelda would have been <laughs> brought into the final uh but wolfenstein 2 the new colossus and fortnite were our final two um how do you feel about these two juggernauts going head to head definitely different spectrum here but how do you guys yeah feel? completely different games like one is totally like story driven way more graphic and, and um like foul it's Way more crazy. Let's all remember how fucking Fortnite had to do an update to remove ass physics from their game. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> they didn't need to do that. But yeah, they, that's true. They didn't need to, but they did. Enjoy <laughs> um, while I'm getting fucked by this goddamn super mega builder building a hotel in front of my face. Yeah, but like in terms of like graphic, I you know the gore. There's One's very, very violent, and one's more, like, cartoony, and everybody's able to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, one's a BR. It's 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 completely different games here, like, in every way. So it's it's just strange that they both ended up there at the top, just two completely different types of games. Mm-hmm. Tyler, how do you feel about our final two here? Oh. One is taken home. Is that which one? <laughs> So we know which one is taking it home. <laughs> I know Wolfenstein, great game. No, I'm just joking. Fortnite obviously is our 2017 representative. It um it it's just so big of a game. I mean, as much as yeah. us three don't play it, it just we it's, straight up don't like it. Yeah, I I don't like it. It it's oh, not fun anymore. People are too good at the game. <laughs> I don't want to play it anymore. Um, I do remember uh like the first time when that was that game came out on the battle royale was free. And I was like, guys, you know, uh, let's jump off PUBG. Let's try, let's try Fortnite. Like, I hear this, like, Epic's making it. The guys made Gears of War. Like, I was fully supportive of it. And then everyone's like, this game runs like shit. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well. So did PUBG at the time. So it did. Really PUBG was really bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, but you know, and it was the. I think I think we all didn't really think it was gonna ever gonna get, catch on or ever beat PUBG, and then it did s- kind of split did. the world of were you the real life PUBG player like the real simulator? Because it was like the first like console free to play mm-hmm. like powerhouse, so it was. But I think that's also what may have beat PUBG was that thirty dollar yeah. fucking price tag. That they just yeah, and it's also like it. it ran better too. Like Fortnite oh yeah, Fortnite ran better than PUBG, and yeah. you know it's shit would actually load in. You know it was more playable. They were there at the peak of when BRs were a thing, and they had something free and something that worked, mm-hmm. and then it just went on from there. Yeah, you know it's and the constant it support that everybody that Epic team does. I I mean. I've heard some dark rumors of the Epic team of how they kind of 
outwork their staff. But that aside, the game does constantly come out with updates and is it's just a whole it's taken on a whole different thing. I, I think honestly Fortnite has put itself in the marking of how Pokemon was our craze, like now Fortnite's this generation's craze. Yeah. And yeah. I hate it. I don't think Fortnite will be around as long as Pokemon, though. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. With support, you can watch the Tenet trailer. <laughs> um, yeah. So Fortnite moves on uh, as our 2017 representative. Any final words for Game of the Decade? Fuck you, Fortnite. I hate it, but you gotta respect what it does. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And hopefully, people will understand. This has. We're trying to be unbiased. Yeah. So I mean, that's. I know not everybody likes Fortnite, but. Most of the gamers do, so mm-hmm. there it is. <laughs> it, our main goal is to find what game defines the decade, and yeah. Fortnite popularity. Just, yeah, oh. it, it, as much as we want to, I mean, we make the list. We could easily remove Fortnite from the list, but we have to, you know, keep in consideration that some yeah. of these games are where they're at because of that. Would take away from the point of mm-hmm. game of the decade. But I do want to say it's up against some top tier games, GTA Five minecraft there are some big names that are in this running and i can't wait till we start talking about game of the decade in the finals um so we'll oh, see there's gonna be some heated discussion there'll be some heated discussion we might have to bring in some different people and whatnot to talk we about might it might have to have a few people here. yeah so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see how big we can get our podcast to get to we're uh, us being on discord hell we can get a whole bunch of people in here um so yeah we're gonna we're gonna wrap that up there uh yeah, that's it. I've talked to a lot. So, Ashton, why don't you close us out? Give, the, give them the whole shebang. The shebang. Check out all of our social shit in the fucking description and stuff. Uh, tell your mom about this podcast so you get grounded. Um, that'll happen. Uh, but we got Instagram. We got Twitter. We got uh, Twitch. We got lots of shit. We got YouTube content every fucking week. We're here on iTunes, Podbean, anywhere where you can hear a podcast. We are there, whether we put it there ourselves or not, Google. Um, Yeah. You can follow Tyler, this uh, this sexy black man in the the Discord chat here. Uh, All of his shit's going to be in the description. He also streams on Twitch. Does all that good shit. He's funny. And, uh, the skin color is not the only thing that's dark, so is his humor. So, <laughs> definitely check him out. Oh, boy. Any final words, Tyler? I think he said it all. Okay, you want to leave it at that. You want to you wanna give it for the audio listeners or where they can follow you on Twitch? Um, you can follow me at twitch.tv forward slash Pluvio. That is L U V I O with two underscores because you know someone else got to it before I did, but I'm the better one, obviously. <laughs> and I think, uh, um, on twi- Twitter, sorry, it's the same, or oh, just one less underscore. Okay, and I, I, uh, I'm trying to get more active. I have two Twitters gaming Twitter, professional Twitter, I mean, gaming Twitter, and my personal one because I retweet a lot of shit. <laughs> I don't have a life, and I don't think my followers need to see me just going through, but yeah. Looking I'm, at ass all day. I don't retweet the ass. Don't yeah, those are for the those are for the DMs that he sends. Yeah, those are for, those are the guy group, right? I'm a, <laughs> I don't need people. I don't need my mom. I have my sister on Twitter, by the way. I have my sister fucking telling me, "Hey, why did you fucking retweet this girl sucking down a goddamn cucumber?" I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> it's a very." I hard. thought it was interesting <laughs> for science, mother. For science, but yeah, I definitely have. <laughs> trying to be more active on 
my uh, my gaming one. So if you message me over there, I'll definitely answer. I don't do anything. Please talk to me. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can follow me at, personally at Ryan Eight More. You can follow Ashton at Dicky underscore Ash. There you go. <laughs> I know it's hard for you to get the cues, but I'm hoping the audio cues are getting to you. <laughs> I actually pointed. I don't know, like a fucking psychopath. So <laughs> I, I I figured you did the little thumb thing. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> What's the little thumb thing? What's the thumb thing? It's where you slide your thumb under my. All right, everyone. We'll see you guys in the next video. Uh, good night, everybody.